So last week, we talked about four physical things that can be going on with you that can make you less patient and lose your cool. But sometimes it's not physical. Sometimes it's mental and emotional, and sometimes it's our circumstances. Let's be real. Sometimes things happen and they stress you out. But no matter what your circumstances are, what matters is how you react to those circumstances. And that's all going to come down to our mindset. And one of the biggest things that can help us react in the ways that we want to react, keep our cool, be patient, be calm, show our kids, like be the example for our kids that we want to be. One of the biggest tools is to know your triggers and be able to diffuse them. So that's what we're talking about today. Mama, welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. Guys, lately I have been less patient and more triggered. Like things are just making me more mad than they usually do. So I'm like, what is going on? So I had to walk through my triggers exercise. So this is something that I walk through with my clients. Um, You know, when they're going through the same thing, when they're feeling stressed, when they're feeling angry, when they're feeling all the things, it's just so good for us to understand what it is, what is actually triggering us and how do we change it to make our lives better, to walk in God's calling and to, to respond in a godly way. Because God is constantly growing us right? And if you're a mom, no doubt he is using these life experiences of having, you know, everything that we go through with kids from the stress of worrying about them to the stress of having them like just like lately I've been talking to my kids about boundaries, like them crossing our boundaries, not realizing like when it's time to stop, when we're not joking anymore, when we don't want to be touched, all of these things like that's something that's been bothering me lately. But God is using these experiences, whatever it is for you, to mold you. And he's uncovering those hidden sins, those false beliefs that if we weren't faced with challenges, we would just go on thinking that like, oh, we're good. You know, like we're not, our hearts aren't full of sin. But because we're faced with these challenges and we react in ungodly ways, it uncovers that sin that is deep rooted in our hearts. And God is going to use them to change your heart. 2 Corinthians 3.18 tells us that we are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. So it's like we get through one challenge and God unveils something about ourselves, something in our hearts that we need to work on. 
And then sometimes it's the same thing that we need to work on again. Or sometimes it's something new or it's, it's on a deeper level. But he is constantly pulling back those layers of your heart to unveil what's really deep inside so he can transform you into his image. So amazing. So when your kids are fighting and they're complaining and they're crawling all over you and you just want a minute to yourself, God is using it for good. He is working on your patience. He is working on your faith. He is working on all of those things. But we have to allow the Holy Spirit to teach us in these moments because he's going to reveal our true hearts and we need to respond to that. We need to repent. We need to turn away from that, that normal reaction, the one to get angry, the one to lose our cool, the one to, you know, maybe your reaction is different than mine. Maybe you, you walk away and you don't even talk to the kids anymore or whatever your reaction may be when you're stressed and you've had enough and you've reached your limit. If it's not gentle, if it's not kind, if it's not godly, then we need to repent of that, which means just to turn away from it, to walk in a new way. But like, how do you do that? Well, I'm going to break it down for you into four steps that are going to make it easy for you when you're triggered, when you're faced with something that really makes you mad to respond in a more godly way. But I want to be upfront with you. This is is something that takes the work of the Holy Spirit. You walk through these steps, but you can't do this on your own. You need to invite God into this. You need to pray about this. You need to be in relationship with God because the Holy Spirit is the one that is ultimately going to change your heart. So anyway, let's get to it. So number one, you need to recognize when you're triggered. And I think for most of us, that's not that hard because when we're triggered, we know because we're feeling all of those things, anger, sadness, stress, whatever it is. So, but I want you to pray and get down to the real heart issue behind it. So for example, I have been like super triggered lately by my kids complaining. I get angry. I lose my cool. Sometimes I try to con- control the situation with like manipulation or guilt, but I, the heart behind my response is not loving and not kind. It's more like, really, you wanna complain about that? Well, you are so ungrateful and I can't believe you would treat me this way. (laughs) Maybe you guys can relate. So what is it that's triggering you? Is it the kids complaining? Is it the whining? Is it the crying? Is it the fighting? Is it, I don't know what's happening in your house, but whatever it is, I want you to be clear on exactly what is triggering you. And then step number two, You need to understand why you're triggered. What are you believing around this? So you're going to have to pray. You need to pray for clarity. You need to ask God to show you this because there can be a lot to unpack. So in my example about being triggered by the kids complaining, you know, I've been diving into this for a couple weeks and asking God for clarity on this. And I think there's a couple different levels, but one of them is that, I'm seeing my sin in them, right? What is that scripture that says, first you must take the plank out of your own eye before you can address the speck in your brother's eye? Because, so I have have to admit something to you. I was voted biggest complainer in high school. And um, there's a lot, there was a lot going on there. There are a lot of reasons why um, things that were going on in my life. But... I think complaining has, it became like a thing for me that I really tried to turn away from, which is good, right? To repent of, 
but it's still something that I do. And when my kids do it, it like it's a reflection of like, it reminds me that maybe sometimes I'm still the biggest complainer and it's like a place of sin and shame that I don't need to be living in, right? So that's a whole different issue. But another thing I've realized is that when they're complaining, I'm taking it personally, right? As if it's a reflection as upon like how well I'm doing as a mom. So if they're complaining, I must be doing something wrong, right? So a lot of times they complain like, oh, we're not doing anything fun today, (laughs) which always drives me crazy. And what I'm hearing is you're a bad mom because you didn't plan anything fun for us to do. And it, it really hurts me personally. But for me to get angry because they're complaining is against God's plan. Right, I shouldn't be angry and acting out in anger, raising my voice, getting upset. And God is so gracious to always speak to me when I'm going through something like this. Because that week at Children's Church, we were teaching the story from Numbers 20 about how when there was no water, God told Moses and Aaron to tell the rock to yield water. But that's not what Moses did. Instead, he yelled at the Israelites, called them rebels, and hit the rock. And this totally reminds me of my situation with the kids. Like, what is wrong with you little rebels? You're never satisfied. You're always complaining. So instead of responding in like a godly way, I'm yelling, I'm bossing the kids around, I'm losing my cool, I'm hitting the rock. And basically, this is ruining the opportunity that I had in that moment to teach them about gratefulness and the importance of not complaining, right? To do all things without grumbling and complaining. Because over, I'm over here acting like a fool, complaining about them complaining, right? Doesn't really make sense. Okay, step three, after you've recognized your trigger and understand why you're triggered, you need to identify the inaccurate thoughts that are causing you to feel this way and replace them with truth. So what I'm believing is that it's my job to keep everyone happy. I want them to be joyful. I want them to be grateful. But those things are fruits of the spirit. I cannot produce that in my children. And if they complain, it's not a reflection of my success as a mother. It's a reflection of their sin nature because we're all born sinners. And my other inaccurate thought was that their sin was against me. I was making it personal. But really, their sin is against God. And instead of getting all defensive and making it about me, I need to point them to the bigger picture, to God's story. This is God's story. He's the main character. And I need to point my kids to him, his goodness, his righteousness, his grace, his forgiveness, his compassion, and let the drama go. And realizing that it's not about me is something that really quickly diffuses my anger. And these truths, recognizing that I can't produce joyfulness and gratefulness in my children and recognizing that this whole story, this whole life that we're living, the main character is God, not us. I wouldn't be able to know those truths if I wasn't in God's word. So we need to be in God's word. Step number four. So you've identified your inaccurate thoughts and replaced them with the truth from God's word. And now I want you to write affirmations about them. So something like in my case, I would say my children's ungratefulness is not a personal attack against me. Something like that. 
And then you can write this down. You can tell this to yourself. If, you, if this is something that's triggering you often, tell yourself this when you wake up in the morning. Tell this to yourself when you go to bed at night and use it in the heat of the moment. It truly, these affirmations that are based on God's truth change the way that I respond the next time. Like hopefully, hopefully. Usually they can, but you know, we all have our days. But I can see with a more clear perspective. So if you want to see change, you've got to take the time to walk this process out. So the first thing is, I would get like a notebook or a journal where you can write these things down. And the first step, when you're triggered, write it down so you can come back to it. The second step, take time to uncover why it triggers you. Pray, ask God for clarity. The third step, identify your inaccurate thoughts and what lies you're believing. And then Find out what the truth is. Get into God's word. Ask your Christian friends. Figure out, you know, ask God to reveal it to you. Find out what is the truth in that circumstance. And this is where the nourished necessities are so important. Your nourished necessity of your relationship with God. You need to be in a relationship with him if you want to have that clarity. You need to be speaking to him. You need to be in his word and you need to listen for his response. And then the fourth step Write out affirmations and Bible verses that God shows you so that you can be prepared next time this trigger comes up because you know it's going to come up again. And guys, this is an ongoing process. You need to schedule in time to intentionally work on your mindset and renew your mind, right? Make it part of a routine. And if you need help with that, download the Nourish Necessities workbook. It'll walk you through how to be intentional, how to make time for the different nourish necessities that are going to fill you up, that are going to give you the mental and emotional and spiritual energy to be the mom that God's calling you to be. All right. So guys, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you will get a notification each time a new episode comes out. And I just realized that I said last episode, we talked about physical things that cause you to lose your patience. But that's actually the next episode. I just recorded it first, but I ain't got time to go back and re-record this. So, sorry. (laughs) All right, I thank you guys so much for listening and I pray that the Lord blesses you and your family this week. All right, until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcasts? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.